0: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse.
1: Hey everyone welcome to another episode of inverse a Bible study show where we get into the Bible and talk about real life events real life practical applications and real life hopefully that's what we're going to be talking about my name is Justin and in the studio we got Israel Jonathan and Siku the usual suspects and we're gonna hear from them after we have a word of prayer but before we do pray we want to encourage you to get your Bibles out whether that's on your phone or screen or on you know whatever device you like uh, including paper, and also download the Bible study guides at inversebible.org. We are looking at Jesus and liberty. Jesus and liberty. And I got to say, I got to admit, like the topic I was just a little bit afraid of, a little bit. I, I kind of were, I think we we're always afraid of the topic in the beginning. And then just Jesus and liberty, I was just think, oh, this is going to be a little a cheesy. Like liberty is going to be like, yo, freedom. But last episode was like really good. Mm. I felt like it was really, really good. Mm. So go to hopetv.org slash inverse and you want to watch that. Episode because that was just on an existential level a very good one for uh, for all Christians and even non Christians uh, good stuff we're going to, we're looking at separating church and state separating church and state we're gonna have a word of prayer to prevent any weird accents from popping up uh, Israel if you can pray for us
2: Father in heaven thank you for your word thank you for the freedom that we find in it Amen. thank you that you speak to us and we ask now that you would do this as we engage in your word today in Bible study. We ask for these gifts in Jesus' name, amen. Amen,
1: amen. Amen. We're in Matthew chapter 22, 22, and then verse 15, I believe, to verse 22. And John, can you read that for us, verse 15? Then the Pharisees went and plotted how they
3: might entangle him in his talk. And they sent to him their disciples with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are true and teach the way of God in truth nor do you care about anyone for you do not regard the person of men tell us therefore what do you think is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not but Jesus perceived their wickedness and said why do you test me you hypocrites show me the tax money so they brought him a denarius and he said to them whose image and inscription is this they said to him Caesars and he said to them render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesars and to God the things that are God's when they had heard these words, they marvelled and left him and went their way.
1: Yeah, Siku, can you give, can you give us a recap? What is something that you personally have uh, gained from the last four episodes uh, on our topic on liberty in Jesus mm-hmm. that you did not have before we encar- we <laughs> engage these conversations?
0: There have Make actually been it- several things, but I'll tell uh-huh. you the oh, one oh, that good. I'll tell the one that really blew my mind was thinking about how um, truth comes in the context of relationship Mm. um that it's not just it's not just about a mental ascent and it really struck me because i i like the brain stuff you Mm. know like thinking through stuff and like the nitty-gritty but that you cannot you can't you can't comprehend truth just with your brain Mm. like you have to be in a relationship with the one who is all truth Mm -hmm. for you to actually understand truth that like that like Still has me in a tailspin. Yeah,
1: mm. yeah. I mean, when, when we were talking about last uh, episode, I was thinking that it's it's very Greek, uh, Greek thinking and Hebrew thinking, the two languages of the Bible, that uh, the Greeks like to have propositional truth and just kind of abstractions. And in Hebrews, just had to be rooted in the relationship with yeah. two people and having in, in the discourse. So a lot of times the Greek New Testament is just like, this is truth and this is truth and this is truth. And we kind of like that. Mm. Whereas the Hebrew is just like chapter <laughs> one and this long, thing, blah, 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 like Job, you know, like they're talking for like three cycles, four cycles, five cycles. And then f- and after 38 chapters, finally God is like, who are you or where were you? And mm-hmm. uh, But it's, it's based in, in, in the relationship. Yeah, yeah. And then when it comes about liberty, Jesus kind of floats between Greek and Hebrew. Yeah, in the mm. ways of, uh, modes of thinking. Um, let's go, to, uh, we're, we, looked, we looked at this passage in, in Matthew 22. Uh, what are some principles we can gain out from here? Additional principles as we continue our conversation. Uh, the fir- the previous four chapters, uh, four episodes was about Jesus talking about religious liberty, uh, religion and liberty. Uh, and this episode is on in chapter 22. What are some principles we can mine out today? Mm-hmm. Jonathan. Well, we see
3: here um, that Jesus is, being tested by the Pharisees, mm-hmm. they're trying to, you know, catch him off guard or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and they're 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 coming with this idea, this question about you know the Roman Empire essentially. Mm-hmm. The, should we pay taxes to Caesar? And this brings up the question to Christians: you know, what is our relationship? with the earthly governments mm-hmm. you know these are not uh you know governments uh, that necessarily always portray the most christian values or, or mm-hmm. things it should we should we pay taxes should we be um uh, obedient to the laws of the land like what how what are those dynamics and jesus here he um he addresses this and he he also in a very clever way you know he says that you, you you pay to t- you, you. You give to the government. What is the government's, mm-hmm. To God. What is God's?
1: We do have those extremes, huh? And mm-hmm. a lot of people do use scripture to 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 buttress their uh, argument. One is that we don't need government. They use like you know, just libertarian. Is it libertarian? Mm-hmm. Or uh, anti? Uh, what, what, what am I trying to think of? You know, the, the, the belief that government doesn't exist and you can just do whatever you want to do and- um, Anarchy. Anarchy. anarchy, yeah. anarchy. Mm-hmm. Biblical anarchists, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, forget government. All I need to be is just true to God and that's all I, all I have to be. And then the other side is like, man, totally comply with everything mm-hmm. that the government and state should be, state and, and religion should be exactly the same right. and combined together. Right. Uh, is it just the merely a balanced thing and just have you right in the middle? Or uh, what is Jesus saying mm-hmm. about separating the two together? I mean, oh, go ahead.
2: All right. Um, if we go back to the text in verse 15, it says... Chapter you know, twenty-two, yeah. fifteen.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. the beginning. Yep. Yeah.
2: yeah. The Pharisees uh, are plotting to see how they can entangle uh, Jesus with this talk, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's important for us to understand that by nature, politics entangles, mm. you know. Uh, the purpose of politics is to separate, you know... Different world views and in that separation to bring about a uh, some kind of balance because balance is not possible uh, through human will alone. Mm. you know, in other words, uh, the reason why we have separate parties, the reason why we have in the United States the three different uh, branches of government is because one branch alone will create problems for the people. Mm. You need the balance of power mm-hmm. and so, what that indicates to us is the fact that left to human beings alone, we cannot find balance. Mm. That's why we have within our structures these balances of power. Politics by nature, it entangles people in the sense that it divides people uh, um, uh, in, in camps, which otherwise, if you really think about it, there's very few differences between us, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, according to what politics do. In other words, uh, two neighbors could be living with each uh, next to each other. One could be super duper liberal, the other one could be super duper conservative, I'm talking about politically. But at the end of the day, there are there's a big thing in the middle that that they can actually agree on, you know, being kind, being good, supporting your people. Now how you manifest those kind of support systems is where the differences is, right? differences are. Mm -hmm. But what Jesus is saying here is that by nature, because by nature, politics divides, what happens is that this tells us why it's important for us to separate church and state. Mm -hmm. And so what Jesus essentially says is he's essentially saying, give to Caesar what is Caesar's Mm -hmm. and give to God what is God's. Don't mix the two. You are essentially in bondage to rome you know that's why the stamp of rome is on there give to rome what belongs to rome give to god what belongs to god and kind of leave those two in two separate in two separate worlds, uh, worlds. yeah mm-hmm. don't try to mix them mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. Jonathan? i think uh, when it comes to religious liberty which is the topic of the this quarter that we're in uh, or jesus and liberty th- we have seen already in the past episodes that the freedom to investigate the freedom to to find truth um, is is very essential uh, in this world. It's very important to God too because he desires con- conversion based on love and and, and, and and trust. And so when it comes to mixing, you know, the government and religion together, we immediately get into the danger, well, which, which religion, number one? And then, or if you talk about Christianity, well, which denomination? So you already immediately exclude a whole lot of people and you're bringing, like, that, that's the danger of it. Right? You're bringing in the, the impossibility of of people coming to an understanding of truth uh, the right way. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Jesus is warning us against this here by saying, and he's also in a way, it's almost like uh, because for the Jewish people in those days, this was a huge issue. We are oppressed. We should be our own nation, all these things. And Jesus is saying, there are things that are way more important than this. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about the politics. pay your taxes, you know, there are some benefits that the government provides for you, Um, even though there was a lot of corruption, I'm not saying it was all good, but Jesus is saying there is a higher level of more important issues than this. Um so the separation is important, but there's also a, a different focus that we should have all together
0: and and one of the things that I was thinking in this in this text and it kind of bounces off of what Israel was saying that separating these two realms where you have obligations that you have to the civic authority that oversees your civil life mm. and then you have responsibilities to God who created all of everything right mm. um, it's interesting, I found it interesting in verse 15 the purpose, why they brought this question was they were looking to entangle him in his talk. They were trying to trick him. Mm. So they realized something about the way that Jesus was teaching his, uh, philosophy of life, I guess, um, that, This question should be a trap for him Mm. because Jesus has been talking about his kingdom. He's setting up a kingdom with different values. My kingdom is not of this world. Uh, They had seen something in the way that Mm -hmm. Jesus was speaking about his kingdom, Mm. that this would be a trap for him. That's true. And so they bring in, they're like, okay, so since, since, (laughs) you know, there's a different kingdom, should we acknowledge the kingdom of this world? And what he says is, yes, th- there is there is authority here that we ought to acknowledge. And there's an authority that is beyond this yes. earthly authority that we ought to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. And we shouldn't leave off acknowledging either one of them. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, in verse 22, they heard these words, they marveled and left him and went their way. Mm-hmm. Because what he said to them resonated with reality. Mm-hmm. It was like, Duh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there are things that we owe to God that we don't owe to earthly governments, mm-hmm. and there are things that we owe to earthly governments that we don't owe to God, mm-hmm. right? And as as long as they they separate, then let them be and give what you owe to both parties.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we're gonna. I want to go to uh, just piggyback on your your comment, uh, Siku, to go to Romans thirteen. But before we go there, I mean, I mentioned this before. Uh, we, we we're talking about separating the two worlds. And the question is really why uh, you don't, we're, we're in, a, in a couple episodes now, we're going to talk about what happens when you do combine them and the dangers of that. What um, I always do is exercises wherever I go and uh, when we're talking about politics and whatnot, but you take church and you take state and you, you separate them. And I mentioned this in a previous, I think, another episode, but you take state, you take government and you boil it. Yeah, you take all the water out and you just you you bring it down to its concentrated particles and it becomes a crystal and that that element at the end, what what's what's the the core element of of state? And it's really force. Government is all about force. You're giving people are giving their rights to government to allow them to enforce laws, jail time, Mm -hmm. death. You can use all military uh, use force to go to push about your mm-hmm. your laws in your world. That's 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 the world of state. The world of church, you boil it down and what do you get? And this is where I think Jonathan, you probably would say love, I would say conversion, the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. It's really the same thing, right? But it's it's the church is all about not enforcing, you know, the Ten Commandments or whatnot, not putting it in our courtrooms, but saying allowing the Holy Spirit mm-hmm to work in the heart something totally outside the power of human beings mm-hmm. the two don't work together right yeah. but the two work kind Of intention at the same time over overlapping each other until Jesus comes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, in the meantime, how do we deal with this tension? And that tension, I think, is found in Romans chapter 13. That was a long introduction. Um, you
2: never shared that before, I don't
1: think. No, I don't think I, I, yeah. no, you I did, but you, you probably forgot. Because, no, you wouldn't um,
0: forget that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's powerful, that was deep,
1: powerful, yeah. So, you Romans 13, <laughs> praise the Lord, verse, <laughs> verse 1. And, um, Siku, can you read verse yeah. 1 to
0: onwards? But if you do evil, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is God's minister, an avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. Therefore, you must be subject, not only because of wrath, but also for conscience' sake. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for they are God's ministers, attending continually to this very thing. Render, therefore, to all their due, taxes to whom taxes are due, customs to whom customs are due, Fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. In
1: verse 8, Jonathan.
3: O oh, no one anything except to love one another, for he who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not be for a false witness, you shall not covet, and if there is any other commandment, are all summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor, therefore love
1: is the fulfillment of the law. Okay. so you have this tension between church and state and tension not between two elements, but we're living in the world of church and living in the world of state. That tension is within us. Mm-hmm. And this chapter helps us kind of kind of resolve some of that tension. How does it what what is that what is this passage saying to us?
2: for me, for me, what it says is, I live in a country that provides different services for me. Mm-hmm. It provides protection. Mm-hmm. It provides systems of education. It provides systems of health. It provides roads that we can drive on. It provides these different services for me. And it would be therefore hypocritical of me to enjoy these services and not then for them. And, and not pay for them, mm. not pay the people that provide these services for me. Mm-hmm. And so when when it says, you know, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's or when it says give to the people, uh, you know, pay your taxes and 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 these individuals are the ministers of God, et cetera. What it is saying is that so long as uh, these uh, these items do not contradict the greater authority in my life, mm-hmm. in my life personally as an individual, which is God, then I should render to those people Uh, the respect that is due them for the services that they're providing. Mm. Now, if there's a contradiction between what they ask me to do and what God asks me to do, then I uh, willfully decide to follow God even at the consequences of Mm. what breaking this law does, Mm. right? Or Mm. what breaking this governmental power does in my life. Mm. I do so with the understanding that, okay, you know, there's an allegiance here that I have to a greater power than to you, and I kind of think about this um, as uh, my citizenship. I'm a U.S. citizen. My parents came from Mexico, and I identify as a Mexican and as an American, right? Mm-hmm. Now, because I'm a citizen of this country, at some point, if I were, to, if you know, the country were to go to war and I was drafted or whatever, I'd have to choose between one of those two countries.
1: Mm-hmm. If America was to fight war with Mexico, Me- you're with saying, Mexico, yes. yeah,
2: okay. yeah and my allegiance would be tested right yep, yeah. and and who i value more would ultimately receive my services and and but i would do that knowing that if i fight for a if i fight in a war with america against mexico then i'm clearly saying this is the higher power in yeah. my life and yeah, i am yeah. cutting this off yeah. i'm doing so with an awareness of what this decision makes and so in the same context god says as long as the laws of the nation do not conflict mm-hmm. with your ability to also render to God what is God's, yeah. then do so. Don't be a hypocrite. Yeah. But when they do conflict or if they do conflict, then make a decision between the two and live with the consequences yes. of what happens mm-hmm. when you align with one allegiance over another.
0: But in, in line with what with what Israel was just saying um, about when when they align, that's the element I want to point to in verse four, mm-hmm. where it says, if you do evil, be afraid, um, for he does not bear... But if you if you're doing good in verse three, then you have praise of the same hmm. verse three, right? Hmm. So in three, if you're doing good, then you're good. Yep. If you're doing bad, then you're bad. <laughs> like you're gonna be in trouble. Right. So with with the genius um, summary you gave uh, earlier about the power that state or that government wields is force, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And the power that God's kingdom wields is conversion, mm-hmm. right? This this transformation in the heart when we are transformed in the heart we obey god's law you know willfully right Mm -hmm. which most not all but most of the laws of the state align with what god's law is telling Mm -hmm. us to do right Mm -hmm. they're telling us don't kill don't Mm -hmm. steal Mm -hmm. and what it's saying is we're already living in accordance with what the state requires because of what god has done Mm -hmm. in our hearts Mm -hmm. and in our lives Mm -hmm. right and He's saying in that case, there really is no conflict, you know? Um, and then in that. There shouldn't be conflict. Right. Mm-hmm. As long as. As long as you know, what, he, what he talked about. He right, talked right, about. Right, right. So I was just going to, just adding in there that the render to Caesar what is Caesar's and to mm-hmm. God what is God's, when we're rendering to God what is his, a lot of times it actually makes us render to Caesar what is his.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we love God, then we will abide by. By the laws
0: yeah. of the land. Okay, that deal with how that we treat with, other people. Exactly. Okay, okay. Thank okay. you for to my sentence. Got it, got it, got it.
2: Okay,
3: if I can, I want to take a, maybe a, uh, from a meta uh, perspective uh, that meta. <laughs> <laughs> that the government itself, there's nothing wrong with the idea. Of, and here's here's what I mean. Um, I think as human beings, we were designed for government. To be part of our experience, God has a government. There is a way He rules the universe. There are levels. There are different rules. It may not look exactly like, you know, the U.S. government or the Austrian government, but there is there is government. Uh, governance is is a thing, and we are, we do not exist in a universe that um, was designed for anarchy, as you mentioned mm. earlier. And so, because of you know the disconnect from God and so on, human beings still have that in them: the, the desire for for order and 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 rule and law, it's in us. And this is why so many of the laws align with the Ten Commandments. Not all of them always, mm-hmm. but there, and this is what, what I think the, the Bible is teaching us here, that there, there are, um, yes, while governments might be corrupt and there are issues here and there, uh, to a large degree, being a faithful Christian will 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 be um, will also be seen as to be a good citizen in your, in, in, in your nation. Mm-hmm. But it comes down to, if we go to verse seven, it says in Romans 13, it says, rend therefore to all their due. As, as Israel mentioned earlier, yes, we are good citizens, but there are times when the laws of the land will conflict with the law of God. And of course, that's when we align with, with God mm-hmm. in those cases. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I'm just saying this because to to, to defend the reality of, of government, plus what we see here in Romans 13 I, I, as well is that God has a hand in this. Mm-hmm. So God seems to be involved in in some shape or form in the, in the, in the governments of the world, and this is this is something that maybe sometimes a little hard to accept. Yeah. But uh, I'm not, I'm, again, I'm not saying every government is you know uh, mm-hmm. ordained by God to do mm-hmm. everything that they're doing. Uh, they will all be judged according to their works, all the politicians, yeah. um, as well as all of us. And so, but we have to understand that order and laws are are are, are something that we crave as human beings. Yeah and god works through this as well and again we are faithful as long as we um can stay faithful to god at the same time but god will always take you know the present yeah
1: hey this is this is all great insights i, I want to add to the insights it's just verse four mm-hmm. it says that for he is god's minister to you so who is he these are the rulers mm-hmm. right if i can insert i mean this is caesar caesar is god's minister to you and in verse six he says it again isn't it in verse six mm-hmm. um
0: you pay taxes uh, for they because are of ministers. this.
1: You pay, also pay taxes for they are God's ministers attending. Continues this very thing. So just just kind of putting two things two things to one like Caesar and the White House, you know, Buckingham Palace, um, all the prime ministers of the world. They are ministers of God, um, and so to uh, to on that level of that the fact that they're ministers of God, we should. Uh, obey them and submit to them and, and, and pay honor and, and taxes where it's due. But on the same n- nuance is that they are servants of God, oh God. right? So should they misuse their position, mm. they're ultimately held accountable to God. Well, we're not talking about divine rights of kings here, right? This mm-hmm. is this is a temporary space that they've given responsibility. To, uh, that God has given them responsibility to. So we. It, it, this. The, I, I think this is where the yeah. tension is. You have church and state. You have God's kingdom. You have um, the world. And then, but the world will always be subject to heaven standards, as also will the church mm-hmm. be held to God's standards. Mm-hmm. So God also, and the church also has pastors and ministers they get paid by tithe they are also ministers of god mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right and they're ultimately held accountable should they abuse should they misuse misappropriate money it's not for us to point. To, i mean we can compare and discern <laughs> uh but it's not for us to punish god will ultimately punish and 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 and, and yeah. distribute justice in a way in both 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 uh church church and state i know that, that opens a bag of worms but uh any <laughs> any 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 follow-up comments on that
2: no, I think yep, yeah, exactly. like what you said. I think they're both ministers with different responsibilities. Correct. And when we mix those responsibilities, is right. when we get into trouble. Very dangerous.
1: And, so one yeah. one pair of minister one, one side of ministers, they are in, in terms of to facilitate conversion, the Holy Spirit, the preaching of the word, religion, you know that kind of thing. Another is to. Uh, know when justice and force should be should mm-hmm. be used. Mm-hmm. The two are two separate worlds you mix the two, then you get into revelation, <laughs> you get into mm-hmm. Babylon, you get into yeah. these these organizations that start oppressing and even usurping God's authority. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And
3: I guess in a way uh, I wonder this is I, I can't back this up fully because I've just thought of this, but I wonder if 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 this not ideal, Form of of what's going on right now in this world, in this in this part of you know the the human history, that there are human governments and so on instead of just God's government. Uh, In a way, I think um, as you're talking about religious freedom, these structures and and organizations they provide they kind of keep. Um, the the darkness of human nature a check to some Correct. degree Correct. that provides more space and time and opportunities for people to experience conversion not always not in every nation but Correct. you know it's a great controversy it goes back and forth but to a large degree it keeps things at check because um, that way God can work maybe in in the most efficient way compared to if Everything was just, you know, anarchy and, and everyone would kill each other. It, yeah. it, it just it helps I guess in, in the way that the Holy Spirit is working. Yeah.
1: yeah. And we'll get more into into episode seven when we are talking about theocracy when these two were at one point one in Earth's history. Uh, I don't know why, why, you know, I don't know of the development of that, but, uh, and that's that's probably more for a deeper study, we'll, we'll, we'll probably figure it out by episode seven, by God's grace, uh, but we want to encourage you that, hey, to take a an intelligent look, a biblical look, at society, and look at how does the Bible view the world, especially when it comes to these organizations and the institutions. This the Jesus has a lot talked about our politics, about our religion, about our values, about about all these things. Really, at the end of the day to experience the, the Spirit of God converting our hearts. Um, any other follow-up words or values that you guys may have? I can't think of. I think we, we've kind of mined out separating church and state. Uh, we have a lot to more talk about in our next uh, episode on the coalition of Christ, when these two entities come together. So this is just part one of a very important part two conversation we are on our topical arc looking at religious liberty jesus and the concept of liberty i want to say thank you for joining us and we have had a wonderful discussion and we want to say that uh, we want to dig more into jesus's teachings for our lives in a practical way we'll see you next week here on inverse god bless you
0: This is Inverse.